Hi, everyone. You are listening to the Knitters International Podcast. This is episode 14, and in this podcast, we are going to be talking about our year in review. Which was huge. It was. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Boy, we've had a lot of fun going over all of our knits that we have made this year. And well, I'll tell you, we had to have a (laughs) special dresser set aside. We did. (laughs) Just, and it's full. It is. It's full of (laughs) all of the knits. Yeah, it's fun. So we worked really, really hard to um, knit up all of the things that we were going to need for winter. Yes. Well, I mean, we had a lot of things already done. Yes. You know, but... um, I just want to say we're not as much of a closet hog as your dad. (laughs) (laughs) No. Women women usually get, you know, accused of that. But we have condensed yours and mine into one room and he gets the whole master closet to himself. He has more clothes. He does. And so why is that important to say that? (laughs) Because (laughs) because it was important. No. (laughs) No, it's just because we were shocked ourselves mm-hmm. when we realized um, you kind of have an antique dresser collection. Yes. And one of them went to mm-hmm. all the knits and it's yes. full. And I began to wonder, okay, in 2024, <laughs> where are we going to put all of this? You know, but we'll, we'll make room. We'll make it work. We'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, this has been a phenomenal year. It really has been. And I am amazed at what we were able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so um, let's, let's get to it. What do you want to talk about first? Let's, um, let's start with our shorty boot socks. Oh, that is, yeah, (laughs) that is a pattern we put out for free. um, Yes. Starting last year on our website. Now this year, it is on Ravelry for free. And people are loving it. They are. They love it so much. And we're getting so many sweet comments about it. And we are looking forward to seeing all the shorty boot socks that you all are making out there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, use the hashtag Mm K-A-L. Is that right? No, it's K-I. Okay, scratch that. (laughs) Okay. Hashtag. Let's get it right, Mom. (laughs) You're good. Okay, go ahead. You you do it. Hashtag K-I. K-A-L Shorty Boot Socks. Right. All one word. And the reason that that hashtag is that way is because we had released that for our knit along last year from November to December. Right. So all it means is Knitters International Knit Along -along. Shorty Boot Socks. Yes. And so if you want us to see what you're doing, Mm -hmm. either use that hashtag or uh, put us in the mentions somehow and we'll get to see your work. Yes. But we especially want to say thank you to Ravelry. I mean, Mm -hmm. what a phenomenal website. We want to tell them thank you again Mm -hmm. for all of their hard work behind the scenes and making this available to the world. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's been a phenomenal experience because... um, so many people are in love with that sock pattern and mm-hmm. are downloading that now and making it. And we're really excited to see um, <laughs> see what you do. And one mm-hmm. thing more about that is all of our patterns have free pattern support from one of us. Yes, absolutely. You can uh, re- you can email us. And the e- when you download the pattern from Ravelry, our email address will be in that email. Yes, or you can talk to us through Ravelry. 
Yes. And or comment or message. Right. And you can also direct message us on Instagram. Yes. At Netters International. Exactly. So, so um, that has been an amazing thing. And, mm-hmm. and I want to say something about this pattern. Mm-hmm. I don't do patterns mm-hmm. and I had never done socks before. Right. It was never a thought, but you never would wear socks either. <laughs> <laughs> and you started, um, with the exception of Grandma's holiday socks that yes. she would send, um, you just weren't a sock fan. No. And so you started seeing all these beautiful wool socks on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you wrote your own pattern. I did. Yeah. I, I think that I'm I'm like you in that way where I see it and just knit it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then um, after I did that, that's when I put it into... I just wrote down what I did. Well, you put, you did all the math mm-hmm. though. You did yeah, all the technical absolutely. difficulty. And so now mm-hmm. um, I am knitting socks <laughs> and I am using your pattern. You are. Super easy to mm-hmm. read. And of course I have the free technical support right here <laughs> <laughs> and I have needed it. But really the pattern is so easy and we have done a whole podcast on in fact, we did two podcasts on mm-hmm. the shorty boot sock pattern. Yes. And we have walked you through episode two. I believe it's episodes two. Could be episode two or three where we walk you through the actual pattern and we show you. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't really show you, but we talk you through the whole pattern. Um, on it was in episode two. Episode yes. two. Okay. So if you are interested in making those very same socks we made just this year alone mm-hmm. five pairs of those. Yes, we did. Yeah, and so I think you're up to. I'm seven. up to seven total. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and literally, I live in these socks. All I winter. wear them for everything. Yeah, even in my tennis shoes, mm-hmm. in my barn boots, in my cozy well, boots. It's not you know comfortable to wear certain you know like the wellies mm-hmm. in some countries or the or the rubber boots that right. you have to wear on a farm mm-hmm. and you have dealt with plantar fasciitis uh-huh. and it's very painful I have had it too but I'm really healed up for years thankfully yes. I mean it is the worst thing you can't step down mm-hmm. with all of those tears in the uh, I believe it's in the heel it is. Um, and so um, it's very painful and the work that we do, we're always on our feet, mm-hmm. always on the run, whether it's on the farm or at our job. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times you aren't getting the time necessary to heal right. up. And one of the things that wool does is it not only is um, a great cushion, which mm-hmm. was really necessary, but it also is temperature control. It keeps you comfortable. Yes. And um, just the way the fibers are the way God created those fibers. It's amazing. (laughs) Really, it's amazing. Yeah. And so really, really special um, to be able to do this. Um, If I had Mm -hmm. known all along that thick wool socks were going to be the cure. Oh, I know. We would have done it sooner. (laughs) We would have been making these a long time ago. But um, really, the pattern is so easy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that. um, I really mean it. Because honestly, if I couldn't read your pattern, I would (laughs) not have done it. (laughs) You know, I'd have just tossed it aside and say, just tell me how to do this. Yes, I know. know. But I can actually sit in my little knitting corner and... (laughs) And read the pattern. I can read the pattern. So that is saying a lot. It's very simple, very easy for beginners. And I think what I really want to do with Mm -hmm. that pattern is do a YouTube because... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. Um, when you're working with double pointed needles, um, 
I mean, at first I was such fumble fingers and mm, turning things yeah. upside down. And I want to show you a little hack, little trick uh-huh. that I use for myself when casting on how mm-hmm. to keep everything straight and to get going. Once you get going uh, and get past the initial awkwardness mm-hmm. of the cast on with, it's not your pattern and it's not the cast on, it's actually working with all those needles at once. It is. It's a lot. A yeah, lot to handle. For me, it you know, it can be really convoluted. So um, having this pattern and making it so easy for all of us Mm -hmm. to understand and really explaining the steps in short order, it just changed my whole world. I was Mm -hmm. able to understand it. I was able to read it. I was able to do it. (laughs) That is so awesome. You know, that was really the goal uh, for me in writing that pattern was I wanted it to be understandable. I wanted it to be easy. And I wanted it to be simple for um, for everyone to be able to read and to knit a pair of socks. Because to be quite honest, knitting socks is not easy. Yeah. Well, this is easy, though. Right. Um, I almost have it memorized anyway. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> what's really funny is... I wanted to make a pattern that was easy. Yeah. And this is... is point, yeah. I would have to say, if I can read it and I can mm-hmm. do it, anyone can. Yeah. And um, so one thing led to another. Um, and, and remember, it's free. It's so free you can Ravelry. go to Ravelry and get it, <laughs> or you can also go download it, download it from our website mm-hmm. at www.knittersinternational.com. And if you click on the patterns link, you can go find that pattern for free there. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So be sure to get it if you're interested yes. in doing socks and it's been intimidating to you. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a long uh, version as well where you can do a longer leg. Yes. And um, that is in that pattern. Mm-hmm. So you're getting kind of two patterns for free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can really also take that pattern and do a lot of different things with it. Totally. You can mm-hmm. do stripes. You can do just one color. You can do two color. You can do any, really anything you want. Right. Uh, design wise. And study up on the Finchley graft. Mm, if you yes. don't have a favorite way to sew up the toe. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people decided to go with um, the toe up so they didn't have to do that sewing. Right. And um, we prefer cuff down, but we are not judgmental on any uh, method. Mm -hmm. Use the method that you like the most. Mm -hmm. But for us, we love cuff down and we love the Finchley Craft closure. Mm -hmm. It really gives you a beautiful finished look. And I know that we have harped on that quite a bit. Yes, but but we love it. (laughs) We really do. do. We want want it to be beautiful and Mm -hmm. we love the finishing process. So that's what we use. Um, Other people do different things. Uh We did have kind of a round table discussion at one point Mm -hmm. on Instagram in the background (laughs) yes, um, and got a lot of feedback on what people really liked um, about what needles they were using, about what type Mm -hmm. of sock they really wanted to do. And a huge discussion came of that about toe up and cuff down right? and where people really had some problems. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of writing this shorty boot sock pattern, you also worked really hard in the background on uh, toe up and cuff down and Mm -hmm. really started to tackle the problem where people said they were having problems. Correct. And um, due to some unforeseen things last year, we didn't get to do that podcast, but it's still on the table. We're still looking at um, talking about that. And so if you're intimidated at all 
about sock knitting. All I can say is this pattern <laughs> totally changed my knitting mm-hmm. world, and I knit a lot of socks now, and so do you. Yes, we yeah. love doing it, and we love wearing them. Right, so. and so what we, because we had so many plans this year, mm-hmm. um, the the socks that got made were the five uh, extra pairs. So, you know, you're Absolutely. up to about seven where um, you can be comfortable daily and know that everything yes. is comfy and clean, and um, you're not having as many problems with, with the my heel, heel. Yeah. right and so it was a game changer totally this pattern was. is good and we stand behind that pattern and <laughs> also like we said free pattern support mm-hmm. and I'm famous for going am I doing this right are you sure <laughs> did we <laughs> and she's you know she's doing just fine <laughs> and but you're so special you come over and help your mom so well of course. yeah and so the other thing one le- thing led to another mm-hmm. and you also started doing just the fingering weight socks yes so these boot socks are going to be um, they're knit with a worsted weight and a fingering weight together so they're going to mm-hmm. be a thicker sock yeah so um, you're right we did knit some uh, fingering weight socks that are going to be that are my favorite. They are your favorite. Yeah. They're lighter duty. They are perfect, honestly, for tennis shoes. Yes. And um, I have worn them for work. Yes. We you have. are on our feet and run, 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 and do a lot. In fact, all of our work is actually outdoors. Yeah. Really. It is. And um, those socks mm-hmm. in my um, tennis shoes, I have a pair of tennis shoes that are so phenomenal. They are waterproof. Yes. And I. Um, I can't say the name, but no. I love them. <laughs> yeah, and I um, wear the fingering weight socks in there. Mm-hmm. You made one. You have a pattern called the Blackberry. The Blackberry Basket socks. Or a basket of blackberries. Oh, I should know that. We, we should know the name of our own pattern. We should. <laughs> it's called the Basket of Blackberries Socks. <laughs> we played with so many names we on did. that set. Well, and we're trying to be so careful <laughs> not to encroach on another designer's name. You know, right. There's so many out there. But anyway, I love those. Those were supposed to be for you, by the way. Well, I wanted you to have them because I realized... As I'm working on them, I'm going, you know what? I really don't love the long socks. Yeah, and I do. It means I'm not much of a sock wearer anyway. Yeah. I went, you know what? I knew mom would love these. And I do. Yes. They are not quite um, mid-calf. They're just a little lower. Mm -hmm. But they're so cozy, and they are so vibrant. So pretty. I knew you'd love those, and so I decided to make them for you. They're merino. (laughs) Believe it or not, they hold up to my type of work. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, and so they're merino. They're soft. Mm -hmm. They are lovely. And I'm really enjoying all of those fingering weight socks. That's Um, awesome. I need to make some more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Requires Um, buying more And also in the fingering weight socks, um, I put out a pattern this spring mm-hmm. uh wait it was in march but it's um, the most gorgeous pattern ever <laughs> it is the irish lady cable oh socks. my goodness <laughs> <laughs> and that has been also very well received on ravelry you know that probably of the fingering weight was yes. the most downloaded most purchased the most uh the most popular pattern to this point is it okay um, as far as the purchased ones go. Yes. Some of you dear friends out there got that one for free as a yes. gift. <laughs> because we really wanted you to try it out. Yes, we wanted absolutely. you to enjoy it. But they are beautiful and my favorite. 
Yes. You just honored your mom so much <laughs> with those beautiful you know, songs. I had so much fun making those and yeah. I would definitely do another pair. Yeah. Um, they are just, um, I know some, some of you out there might be intimidated by the cables, but to be honest, they're very, um, they're quite easy. Yeah. And um, I hope that uh, my pattern on that as well is very easy for you all to read. And, and you um, know, if there is anything, mm-hmm. just remember free pattern support. Contact yes. Candy or Janice at Knitters International. Absolutely. Yes, And um, it, the patterns are so simple that it's very easy for us to go to the section you're asking about it and is. just walk you through it. And how many times have I needed your help? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you're doing great, honestly. But the, those socks are beautiful. And mm-hmm. then you've also done some other fingering weight socks that are so pretty. Yes. Um, really vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. You've chosen some really beautiful fingering weight yarn. And it is uh, wool and nylon together, mm-hmm. which have proven to be probably some of the best. I agree. Um, the nylon adds some strength to mm-hmm. the wool. Mm-hmm. And of course, the wool just, you know, adds the warmth and the all the texture that we all love. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect combination. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that has been uh, amazing yes. to be able to wear those. I, I wear those too. And those are short. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want a longer... Um, those li- can also be knit um, knit longer as yeah, well. Yeah, just keep in mind mm-hmm. how versatile each of our patterns are. Everything mm-hmm. we do can, is just a basic... Um, yeah. Uh, it's a starting point, really. Right. You can do anything you want with any of these. Yeah. Um, I would say probably the basket of blackberries is probably pretty much you're going to do that or the Irish lady you're going to do that Mm -hmm. but if you take her basic fingering weight patterns that she wrote Mm -hmm. you can do that in any color in any it's all fingering Mm -hmm. um you know you can do it in you can make them longer shorter you know you're going to measure a lot when you make a sock you are yeah and so if you want something fancier um, on your on, up the leg, mm-hmm. you want to make it a little longer, you don't just want to cuff around your ankle, really you can take that and do that. Absolutely. We try to make the patterns so simple and so uh, when, we, when we say basic mm-hmm. on a pattern, we mean it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And so you can um, really take that basic sock pattern and do anything you want. Mm-hmm. But what we do is just make it basic because yeah. some days we just really need a basic sock. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of days, most of our days, yeah, I would say. most of our days. <laughs> and you have done some beautiful work there as well. So that is available. How many uh, basics did we do? There are, uh, let's see, I believe I did two mm-hmm. basic fingering weight socks. Right. Then I did the Irish lady right. and then the basket of blackberry socks. So yes. all in total, it, there's four fingering weight sock mm-hmm. designs. Except the year before, I think you did my Christmas socks, yes. which are stunning. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love those socks. Though I do too, because so I get to wear them. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, uh, Yarn was also the wool with the... With the nylon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. And I am wearing them all through Christmas, yes. all through December. I'll probably wear them in January, too. You probably will. Because they're Fair Isle. What know. is not to love? I, I love that. And I, I'm looking forward to doing more Fair Isle patterns yes. uh, this next year. So. Right. Okay. What else did we do? Um, so you knit for me. Mm-hmm actually seven cowls (laughs) this year seven well you know you need them 
I love them too. Yeah, um, what I had done in the past were more the short cowls, you know, uh-huh. some fancier cowls. Um, we did the Cambrian, yes. I believe is how you say uh-huh. it, out of. Um, I every time I want to mention this book, I've oh, <laughs> okay. I know. Well, we'll remember who the artists are yes. and give them proper credit. But um, you had to read the pattern on that. I was not able to do it. And once you gave me the instructions verbally, mm-hmm. I was able just to go for it. Yes. But all of the cowls we were making at the time mm-hmm. were, what, six inches six to maybe eight inches max exactly Mm -hmm. and some had a little ruffle you know we did a few cutesy things put Uh some flowers on them when you were younger Mm -hmm. and i just found that as things got colder here and we had some questions about that so we're going to address that absolutely um about the cows but we had some questions about if there is global warming you know and we are seeing that in our country Mm -hmm. why do you guys keep saying you're so cold and you're colder. Right. Because, you know, one of the, the persons asking the question lives in a country where they're losing glacial, glacial ice. Uh-huh. And, you know, Europe and Northern Europe are seeing a whole lot more um, of the permafrost thaw. And mm-hmm. they're seeing their temperatures rise. Why are we constantly saying, you know, it's colder here? Right. In our region. And we're going to explain that in a minute. Yes, we are. But this is the reason I thought, first of all, you know, I am not knitting for a teenager anymore. (laughs) And I'm I'm knitting for a beautiful grown up, (laughs) beautiful lady. And um, I just felt that it would be a good idea to um, make sure that things were more uh, your style Mm -hmm. and um, appropriate for your age not that you have aged and are older but that you know no i know what you mean it just you know it's different knitting for an adult versus a teenager yes absolutely you know so it was time to to not only for the weather but for just for your style Mm -hmm. so elegant and always in nature and the type of work that we do it was really important that i re-up on all of that so i did a lot of um really fun cowls it was really fun for me and it's not they're not hard to do and I'm not sure how many patterns we put out for that we'll take a look at it and see Mm -hmm. what we can do with that Um, one of them was I think the most memorable for me Mm -hmm. well they all are yes but the four-way that. Oh, I agree. <laughs> that was the most. That's got to be the most memorable for me too. I was. I really, love that cowl. Yeah, it was. It was really a lot of fun. Yes. And so you'll have to. I did. We do a podcast on that. Oh, the, on I, the I believe we did. And also, that pattern is on Ravelry. Yeah. So if you would like to go to download that, it's available. Yeah, it is available. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think almost all of them are available. Yes. Um, one thing that we love to do out here in the Pacific Northwest, we mm-hmm. live in the most gorgeous forests, mountains. Yes. Um, beautiful by the water. And so uh, we took a lot of inspiration from the beauty around us to Mm -hmm. put that into our nets this year absolutely and um we did a lot from the hikes that we have taken and Mm -hmm. just everything i don't i just gleaned so much from that one hike (laughs) we sure did it was just endless and i there still could be more Uh, oh there probably will be (laughs) (laughs) right so that was really a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and that's uh when we learned that batman also Wore a cowl. He did. Come on now. That was that was new <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> I know. I think we shocked everybody with that. It was so funny. But, you know, yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, oh I grew my. up on Batman and Robin. I know. So, you know, that was really a fun thing for that me to hilarious. do. <laughs> and, okay, so what's next? So next you made for me the Irish cable scarf. Yes, that was that back was in, in March. March. Mm-hmm. That was so beautiful. Um, oh, really? Just really, it was. beauty of Ireland and mm-hmm. remembering... Um, you know, remembering the trip, but not only the trip, but our heritage mm-hmm. and being able to put that into a scarf. The cables um, were stunning. Yes. And um, I enjoyed that. They were different than your average cable. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it immensely. It was really a great knit. And that can be seen on Instagram. And also the Irish swept Cable Cowl. Yes. The Irish Swept Cable Cowl is uh, also on Ravelry. Yes. And that was, and you made me a hat to yes. match. Well, that's what people don't mm-hmm. know. Um, on the Irish Swept Cable Cowl, it is unique, but it is It is so us. It's so memorable mm-hmm. of that trip and what happened there. Um, but the beauty of that area and the ocean, the water, um, it was just stunning. Yes. And um, I really wanted something representative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have not put the hat pattern out yet, but she came to me one day and said, um, I don't have anything to match this <laughs> and I want to wear this. And you have been wearing it. Yes. So I did put in some of those cables into the hat. Mm-hmm. And the whole hat is not all cable like the cowl. Right. But it is really, really pretty. The set together, mm-hmm. very elegant, very you. I love it. And I love the little bit of glitter in the hat from that, uh, from the yarn. Yes. That has the um, little sequins. Well, don't tell, but we put some Italian <laughs> yarn into <laughs> some yarn from Italy into well, our the color Irish. matched. <laughs> Well, it was so the water and the waves and the white caps on the water and the Mm -hmm. clouds. And we explained all of that in the Irish Cable Cow. But really, honestly, a lot of work and thought and heartfelt planning goes Mm -hmm. into each piece. And this past year, we did a lot of memory pieces. Mm -hmm. And so the Irish swept Cable Cow, it was just um, that was probably one of my favorites. Absolutely. You know, I think it was one of mine, too. The four-way as well, but that one was... The Irish swept cable cowl is so, um, like you said, so elegant. It is. And so um, so unique. It is. And so the pattern mm-hmm. is there. You all can buy that on Ravelry. Yes. And, um, and in fact, there has been a lot of attention on that one. There has. And we can put the hat on to match. And I just need my technical advisor <laughs> <laughs> to... Um, you, need, t- you need me to get busy on that one. <laughs> well, I think that we need to find a better way. I mean, mm-hmm. this. I guess we should share this because I want people mm-hmm. to know what we actually go through and what a designer <laughs> actually goes through to get that pattern to mm-hmm. you. We could put it on now. Right. However, in the cables, when I made it, mm-hmm. and while it came out perfectly... The last four stitches had to be knit into the next row. And I don't know why. Right. And so you need those last four stitches. Mm-hmm. And all of you out there might have an answer and go, this is what you need to do. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is have Candy look at this mm-hmm. and say, how do we uh, start differently so that we end accurately? Correct. And so 
Well, you would never know that unless no. I put that on <laughs> Worldwide Blast here. <laughs> you would never know. Um, you would think that it all looks exactly like it's supposed mm-hmm. to. And I don't remember how many cables I put into that hat at the moment. Do you? Right. How I many don't. rows of that? So, um, anyway. I think it was one or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't need a lot, but we did put the Italian yarn into it. It mm-hmm. is alpaca and wool and what else? Is it silk? Um, yes, and... Uh, and Sequins, uh, of course. Sequins and merino. Merino. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which I am so in love with Merino and Surrey and oh. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, you love all yarn. <laughs> I do love all yarn. Give me all the yarn and I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> and she will be very happy. Very. So, yeah, it was really pretty though. It turned out that we were using sort of this mm-hmm. mottled gray that was very um, light. And when you added that beautiful light light blue and mm-hmm. uh, had white and gray in it yes with the sequins it was just the perfect marriage of it was beautiful italy and, and ireland it was mm-hmm. just <laughs> i loved it it was awesome yes and, and it c- really went to the aesthetic that we were after yes um, of course you know with the water and the ocean and the waves and you were mm-hmm. talking about that in um, with your trip to Ireland with, with right grandma. and the sun glistening mm-hmm. on the waves. I mean, when you live near the water and you see that, and we see the most beautiful sunsets, or the you know the sun just sparkling like diamonds yes. on the water, it mm-hmm. it just um, you can recreate that, and it has been an amazing thing Absolutely. to go through the process and uh, talk about it. Plan. Um, we don't really view ourselves as quote-unquote designers no but we but are having the time of our lives we are <laughs> we are having a lot of fun working on all of this yeah so. so um to get the pattern perfect so none of you go oh my gosh there's four <laughs> stitches left over you know it, it it's not a problem and it looks beautiful right. the hat is awesome and you've worn the set now yes but like you said you would never know that was there but um i but need to go through it and you yes. know figure out how you know, how or why that happened. Well, and it, because every, we I followed my own, uh, mm-hmm. my own, let's see, how do you say that? Since I don't follow a pattern or even my own, right. I was following what I knew I wanted to do. And yes. I just don't know where those four stitches came from and why. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then you'll have the hat pattern as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that was, um, so what was your favorite? Your favorite cowl. That is my favorite. Oh, my favorite cowl. Mm. Out of seven this year. Oh, wow. Well, you don't have to pick a favorite. You know what? (laughs) I don't have a favorite, but I think they all have their purpose and they all have a specific purpose. Yes. Um, But, you know, I love that Irish swept cable cowl. Yeah, I do too. I love how pretty that is. And I love the four-way cowl because it's so fun and it's so bright and I love the waffle weave pattern in it and I love um I love the plumberry cowl and the pico edge that was that was a lot of fun (laughs) you know where I learned that and was inspired by a lot mm -hmm. of our Norwegian designers that are just top-notch in the industry and they really inspired me to try the pico and that's where that came from and so I I 
love them all. It would be very hard for me to choose a mm-hmm. favorite. And by the way, Pico is French, and I know that. Yes. It's just that I saw <laughs> right. my favorite Norwegian designers mm-hmm. doing that, and I thought, oh, I've got to try it. And I loved how it came out. Yes. So that's, It was beautiful. You know, I agree with you that they each mm-hmm. have their purpose. They are each a different weight. They are. Some are going to be more for fall mm-hmm. as we transition, and others mm-hmm. are going to be more um, basic winter, and others uh-huh. are like if we were in a blizzard (laughs) 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 or high winds, heavy winds. (laughs) Which I have to say our winter this year is quite different than our winter last year. Well, so far we are just mm -hmm. started. Yes. So let's see where we go with that. Um, I have to say, you know, the winter tides cowl Mm -hmm. is so, we talked about that in episode nine. Yeah. Um, The, is so thick and cozy and soft. It is so pretty. I just love it. Okay, we added a little bit (laughs) of that Italian yarn into that as well. (laughs) Yes. Big shout out to Italy and our, (laughs) we have a favorite uh, little hat maker in Italy. She is adorable. And Mm -hmm. so you guys can search through our account and find her. (laughs) But she makes the best hats Mm -hmm. and she made our top 15 absolutely last year and she would make it again this year (laughs) Um, but we love her and we love all of our italian knitters Mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful work they do you all know yes italian fashion there's nothing in the world Mm -hmm. like it but this yarn um we do love it and i have put it in a lot of things Mm -hmm. where that's the truth so that it really um it really showcased the water for mm-hmm. us and we've used it a lot for that type of thing absolutely so the winter tides cowl man that oh. day on the ferry you could have used that absolutely <laughs> you're right oh boy it was when you get out there on the water <laughs> and you're on a ferry here in washington and you end up stuck outside because there is no oh. room on the inside you oh. are freezing oh man yeah we don't want to experience that yeah again. yeah no we don't and it, we try well, I probably shouldn't say this, but we try as much as possible not to travel. To the <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like it where we live. We, so we like it. <laughs> we're kind of, you know, we enjoy where we are. Oh, so we do. we're not dissing the other side. No, <laughs> no, we're not. You know, when you do get on the ferry, though, and we go over for a sport event mm-hmm. or we go over whatever. Yeah. Um, Wow, it's just stunning, gorgeous, and it never disappoints. Puget Sound is always beautiful. Or, you know, in the other um, areas where we take the ferry. Uh Absolutely. Beautiful. So um, we do a lot of design work depicting the water and uh, what our state has to offer. Just the beauty all Mm -hmm. around us. How can you not? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, what is next? What else did we do this year? We did... 17 hats in total. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That was taken an hour or two. So yeah, no big deal. They're very easy. Yeah. Uh, You can find our basic knit beanie pattern on Ravelry for For free. free. (laughs) Yes. And also our chunky ribbed beanie, which is one of our favorites to knit and wear. For free. For free on Ravelry. The patterns. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think that that has been the most popular is the beanie. It is. The basic knit Mm -hmm. beanie has been our most popular. And we also, at Christmas time, made an, a little ornament. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the pattern for that is also on Ravelry, but yeah. it's an exact replica, mini, yes. mini form of our basic knit beanie. I mean, hats. everything. 
mm-hmm. that we have ever done with that basic knit beanie yes went into that little tiny <laughs> ornament and let me tell you for those of you who downloaded that if you can knit that you can knit the basic knit beanie absolutely <laughs> it is so oh easy my and word. so simple size one needles though for the little <laughs> ornament and down to the uh, size zero crochet hook oh. to crochet the little right. medallion on the inside mm-hmm. we actually did the tie-ins just we like did. we always do yep. um or weaving in your ends just mm-hmm. like we always talk about um and it had every detail we also did a ribbed that was the rolled rim right you can make a ribbed brim or rim however you call it yes um, on the little tiny ornament Mm -hmm. but the the point is is that little ornament was also popular but the the basic knit beanie can be done in a Mm -hmm. rolled or a ribbed brim Uh and you can get super creative or make the basic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, that, again, was our most popular, mm-hmm. and it's free. It's free. And, and whether you're knitting for yourself, loved mm-hmm. ones, or charity, you will love that hat. And yes. that you, again, took that beanie that I've been making for mm-hmm. years and years and years, yep. hundreds of them, <laughs> and you have put mm-hmm. that in a pattern for everyone to enjoy. And I love it <laughs> yeah I love it super too. easy and I was telling a lady um, who commented on it we've got a, a lot of sweet and kind comments about it I was like you know what we have you and I have knit these hats for years yeah. of course you more than I have but um not much the <laughs> we yeah have we're doing this together and worn these and worked in them and lived in them for years and yeah so um we really you know, I really wanted to share that pattern with everyone. We did. Um, it also um, is uh, something that, um, I mean, we really need these. Mm-hmm. Um, I As we go through the ones that we have done, and of course, I've done holiday ones for you. You actually do wear all of them, like what you're saying. Yes. Um, I made some for work. Mm-hmm. One thing we can touch on here is if you work outside or you work with the public, um or you run or you jog or walk a lot Mm -hmm. and you, you know, a lot of uh, times there's just not enough daylight and people are doing this in the dark. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people think that if they have a little bit of a reflection, uh, reflective tape or something around their wrists or down the side of their um, running Running uh, pants, pants, Mm -hmm. a little bit of reflection on their ankle or their shoes that it's enough. And we can tell you from, serious experience you are not seen if you are just wearing a headlamp and you a headlamp is directional with where you are going correct it goes with you and where you are (laughs) facing so you aren't seen just with a headlamp Mm -hmm. you can it makes it easy for you to see where you're going because we use them Mm -hmm. on the farm but we do not use them for our work because you can't be seen right and uh so one thing that we noticed was light clothing Mm -hmm. can be seen in the dark really easy but dark clothing makes you look like basically a criminal right and if you don't want to if you want to be seen and you don't want to look like Mm -hmm. a hoodlum (laughs) or somebody who is there to cause problems (laughs) you know and if you're out walking your dog Mm -hmm. or you're you know just out for pleasure walking after dinner or you're running you know whatever you're doing it pays to have Mm -hmm really light clothing. Um, I know my sister wears a white coat. She's very um, active and she can be seen, Mm -hmm. although she doesn't take a lot of extra 
uh, reflective stuff. I think she takes a flashlight and she has dogs and walks her dogs. Mm -hmm. But we do the same. But really, you need to wear uh, really light colored Mm -hmm. clothing and a lot of... um, for example, my favorite color is navy. And so you make right. a lot of hats and things like that for me in the darker colors. Mm-hmm. But but in the dark, it does not... Um, <laughs> it it does, doesn't bode well for me right. if someone thinks that I am doing something wrong. Correct. You know, and I shouldn't be there and mm-hmm. all they see is a dark figure. And it doesn't bode well for either one of us right. because we work together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in addition to that, mm-hmm. we're not seen. Right. Um, if we are seen, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And if we can't be seen, you know, we don't want to be hit. Right. And so... Um, We've mm-hmm. taken to really wearing um, white, a light creamy mm-hmm. color. Right. Um, or a light blue or light pink in well, order to be seen better. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. They saw on Instagram that I made a lot of work hats um, for, yes. the th- for the three of us because... Mm-hmm. Um, Dad also needs the same thing. So Mm -hmm. I made uh, a couple of hats for him Mm -hmm. in the lighter blue colors. You and I, uh, I made a few for us in the Uh lighter blue colors. And uh, like you said, the creamy sweatshirts Mm -hmm. and um, all the, we also have the reflective gear. Right. But it's not enough. And we do carry big flashlights, Mm -hmm. but it's just not enough. Um, If somebody is driving and coming around the corner and we aren't seen. This is not a good thing. Right. So we try to do as much as we can to make sure that we are mm-hmm. uh, very visible. Well, and we've always walked our dogs and we had some neighbors one time really make fun of us because um, the dogs had lighty leashes. We call them lighty leashes because yeah. they were like a rope of light. Yep. And we, mm-hmm. they had all these gorgeous colors, you know, the hot pink mm-hmm. and the lime green and yeah, reds no, and blues. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And then we had a strobe light also mm-hmm. that we could wear on our pocket yep. um, or on the, you know, clip it onto your jacket. Uh-huh. And um, we had a flashlight. And we were coming down the road and they said... Um, so I don't know what jokes they were making about. <laughs> they could see us a mile away. <laughs> yeah, like as if this was not a good thing, you know, but I want people to see us coming mm-hmm. and know that we're there on the road. Absolutely. And so one thing that you all can do to keep yourself safe is wear lighter colors at night mm-hmm. if you're going to be out jogging, Super running. Um, <clears throat> now, people who have a lot of snow. You don't really want to blend in. Correct. So our advice, you know, may not be perfect, but wear what works for you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe um, have someone get in the vehicle and see if you're visible. Absolutely. Do some test runs and figure out, you know, what What works works for you you. in your climate. Exactly. But um, this was a big deal to Mm -hmm. make, uh, you know, we don't wear all of these hats every day, but (laughs) some of them were for a particular Mm -hmm. job. Some are for the farm and some are just for the enjoyment of getting to wear them wherever we're going. Yes. And I would say the Irish swept cable Callan hat is a part of that. Absolutely. All the light blue you saw us make were really Mm -hmm. for our work. Mm -hmm. There are some that, you know, we want to just have for if we're on a walk or run with the dog. Yes. And then there is, um, You might have just heard the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's all of our farm farm work. And and they all have a purpose. They're all needed. Mm -hmm. And I had one hat for the first time this year um, soak through. It was raining that 
much. Oh man, it was raining really hard. Yeah, oh, but boy. I was so thankful to have that hat. Um, yes, it didn't soak through till the end. Mm-hmm. And um, first time a wool hat soaked through though. Oh, so unreal. it's you know it's not only for warmth, it's not only to keep us warm and dry, but it's also safety issues. Yes, and so. If you find you need that and you're choosing a color, um, keep in mind, you know, what is going to be the safest thing for you as well. Absolutely. And what are you using the hat for? Mm -hmm. But that's why we made that many just this year. And that's in addition to all the other ones we have. Yes. They all got worn, except I'm looking here at the pile and I'm thinking that (laughs) one didn't get worn. (laughs) We did the sock monkey, but I'm wondering if the ribbon candy green and white got worn. Yes, I wore it. Did you wear it? Okay. So actually not a one of these (laughs) went unused. There were slouchies. There were you know all kinds of beautiful hats mm-hmm. that got made and really thankful to have been able to do that me too that's and really awesome i think we have to attend to little harper yes <laughs> <laughs> she wants her own podcast <laughs> so for those of you who don't know little harper is candy's baby dog <laughs> <laughs> yes she's so much fun. oh we can talk more about her another day she's she just needed some attention she did and she's she is so loved. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's such a <laughs> blessing to have her. But um, anyway, so we were talking about the hats. All the hats got worn. Yes. And I want you all to know, on that basic knit beanie, you can turn that into a slouchy so easy. Oh, yeah, very easily. All you do is you just knit uh, longer before yes. you start the decreases. Right. Um, we would have to measure that, but I think it's more like a ten and a half instead of an eight and a half. Correct. I inch. think you're right about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you will have to look at the pattern. And mm-hmm. did we address that in that pattern? I don't the basic think so. knit. Well, we will. We'll, we will. Uh, we will um, put the slouchy on. Mm-hmm. Super easy to do. And um, then also. I wanted to talk about the Fibonacci striping. Oh, yes. Very cool. Yes. You love stripes. I do. And so does your dad. Mm-hmm. And I love making the stripes for <laughs> you all. And so to keep it interesting, mm-hmm. we did touch on this so, oh, so briefly. Right. In one of the podcasts. <laughs> I'm, I had to go really quick mm-hmm. um, just for time's sake. And so to, to explain this, it's the Fibonacci striping sequence. It's a mathematical mm-hmm. sequence. And what you do mm-hmm. to it, what it does is it gives your garment or whatever you're making a whole lot more depth. Uh, and a whole yeah. lot more interest. Mm-hmm. And by depth, I mean, you know, look at, um, you know, a basic stripe that's all the same. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the Fibonacci striping sequence and it really changes things. It, the depth of that and the interest that it adds is so cool. Yes. If I could is. use that term. Yeah, it, really, it really is. I do love doing it. And mm-hmm. so what it is, normally when I start out with the stripes on these basic Uh, hats, or Mm -hmm. even this can be done on socks, on a sweater, on anything you're making. Mm -hmm. Uh, You start out with um, a basic number and you start either increasing or decreasing by double on every color block, Mm -hmm. every stripe. So if you start out with one stripe of a particular yarn or color, Mm -hmm. you want to go to two on the next stripe and Mm -hmm. the color block. The next color block will then be four. And the next color block will then be eight. eight. Mm-hmm. And the next color block will then be 16. Right. And you can do any variation forward or backward. Mm-hmm. And if you are on an odd number 
for a uh, stripe, uh, the a color block mm-hmm. in your striping sequence, just go to um, the closest double. Yes, I've had to do yeah. that as well. Mm-hmm. And so what it does is um, I might have a color block, say, of black, tan, and cream, Mm -hmm. and I might have them start out in all, you know, say, five for a round number. Right. But then if I want more depth and I want more interest Mm -hmm. as you go on in the hat, I did this on your slouchy. Yes, you did. Um, I think that I did do eight, four, two, and one, Mm -hmm. or something to that effect. Um, I'd have to look back and remember the exact. Mm -hmm. um, But Fibonacci striping is going to give you the neatest effect. And I've seen it on a sweater. I've seen it on socks. And I love it all. Mm -hmm. And so um, I wanted to give a little more time to that. Um, Obviously, you can get as in-depth as you want Mm -hmm. on mathematical equations. But when you are on a small garment, you're not generally going to have a 25 and a 50 and that type of thing. That could go into even a sweater. Mm -hmm. That's going to be difficult to get into those higher numbers. But it also is so much more than that. If you look up Fibonacci and you start doing your research, you can be in math heaven. And (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who are really into mathematics. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but the striping sequence, it is a cool effect. Mm -hmm. And I love how... It just, um, it keeps the color going in, um, and it, it, it makes you look. Yeah, it, makes it you really look does. At it you and go, oh, that's different than the typical, you Just know, your basic striping. stripes. Mm-hmm. Yes, even striping versus Fibonacci is, you can do both in any garment, and it really gives the neatest effect. So mm-hmm. try it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Do a little research on Fibonacci and find out how it's done, but it's basically you're increasing or decreasing Mm -hmm. double the one it's next to. Yes. And um, it looks really neat. Mm -hmm. So I did that for you as well as the basic um, Mm -hmm. striping that we, you know, everybody knows about. Yes. So, um, and I would have to say a lot of, a lot of the hats have stripes. Mm -hmm. Just because you and dad love it so much, that's the kind of personalities you have. Totally love it. Yeah, it's, it. You like a lot of color mm-hmm. and a lot of bold color. Absolutely. And that brings us to mittens. I cannot <laughs> wait to share the new mitten pattern we're working Yay. on. Only one person so besides awesome. you has seen that. <laughs> That's and, right. <laughs> and, um, but, so the next thing we did after all of these hats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think one thing about the hats. Yes. That was super interesting. Mm-hmm. I went, I love to know the science behind all of this. Yes. And I went to the Mayo Clinic and the Cleveland Clinic, Mm -hmm. and we have some really phenomenal science and researchers in medicine. Yes. And I wanted to know, after the big thing that we had um, with Frostnip, I wanted to know more about this, and I wanted to know more about how much heat loss we actually experience Hmm. through our heads. Um, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's been a big thing that people have always said, you know, wear a hat in winter because there's right. so much heat loss through your head. Mm-hmm. And researchers and scientists are now saying that that is not actually true. Any area of exposed skin can wow. or not you know, covered enough mm-hmm. can experience heat loss. It's not all through the head as... Um, 
people have thought all these years. Wow. That's and amazing. so I will get the statistics before the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did read that. I just want to make sure that I'm accurate. Um, I think they said only 4% through. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Only 4%. 4%. And so if you see someone out working and they're in the cold and not only can they see their breath, but all this steam is coming mm-hmm. off the top of their head because they're not wearing a hat. It doesn't mean that they're losing half their heat from the top of their head. Right. It just means that their head isn't covered and they're only losing about 4% of their body Mm -hmm. heat but they could have other exposed some guys even teenagers some kids i remember Mm -hmm. some of the kids used to live next to us and some of the girls refused to put a coat on but they they were they just were great circulation Mm -hmm. and i was always worried but they were always fine (laughs) 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 so you know you guys need to do what is right for you obviously whether it is warmth or safety Mm -hmm. but it is an evidently a myth, and you can go to the mayoclinic.com or yes. the Cleveland Clinic and mm-hmm. Google it. You know, it, it'll come with, with a plethora of information Absolutely. on what heat loss is, what frost nip is, what mm-hmm. frost being frost bit is, mm-hmm. and how important it is to uh, protect ourselves. And in this day and age of all of this, um, uh, tech gear and um, Helly Hansen is one company. This yes. free advertisement for them because we're Norwegian, <laughs> or you are, you and your, you know, your dad is at least half Norwegian. Uh-huh. And so anyway, um, they started uh, well over a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it's over a hundred and fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. I forget what we read there too because I'm constantly reading something and yeah, I need I to write down <laughs> this this information before we go on air. But. Um, uh, Helly Hansen ha- is a big, big deal in the mm-hmm. tech world of warmth and protection. Yes. And so, um, and there are a lot of companies doing a lot of wool. So if mm-hmm. you're doing this yourself, um, if you're an active outdoors person mm-hmm. or on the water or all weather person, hiker, there is so much out there that can protect you. And one thing we have found in all the elements that we're in Mm -hmm. is wool is a big deal. Oh, it is. It really is a big deal. And we find it really works for us to stay warm. Yes. And to keep our body heat in. Exactly. But we also use the tech. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't see your dad using anything else but Helly Hansen. Right, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he is a fisherman out on the Pacific Mm -hmm. Ocean, on our rivers in Washington State, and, um, you know, loves the elements. And so do we. We mm-hmm. love to be out there uh, hiking, and um, we love to work in the elements. There isn't anything that we don't love about the outdoors, right. and the weather doesn't deter us. So, um, but protecting ourselves has been important, and I just thought this is so interesting. We've been taught our whole lives that we lose half our heat through our head. That is not <laughs> accurate, right? right? So um, go and do your research and find out you know, what kind of gear you need for Mm -hmm. whatever you're going to be doing. But we love the wool industry. We love Mm -hmm. to promote the wool industry. And Mm -hmm. we love to knit with wool. wool. (laughs) So that's, you know, that's our Mm go-to. And so I just thought that that also was really an interesting statistic. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why we made so many. Yes, absolutely. Right, and so So. the mittens. um, Our frost knit mittens. Yes. (laughs) That pattern is 
now available for free on Ravelry. Yes. And a fun tidbit we put on Instagram, um, episode four of our podcast was the most popular and the most listened to podcast yes, it this was. last year. And mm-hmm. that is about our frost knit mittens. Yes. And the whole reason we worked so mm-hmm. hard this year to re-up on all of our knits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we knit, but we had never knit for ourselves as much. Correct. We knit a lot for um, for birthdays, Christmas, yes. um, donation, um, yes. gifts, all those kinds of things. But right. we did not really knit for ourselves as much. But this year, this past year, we knew we were going to need <laughs> it. After what we experienced, you mm-hmm. all can hear that. It, it sounded like... Um, in you know... Ep- you can hear that in episodes three and four. Yes. And it may have sounded like we were overdone on it but I'm telling you until you don't want to experience it no so I would never wish that on anyone and unless you have experienced it you don't know mm-hmm. how frightening that actually is and what I would recommend instead of experiencing it is go <laughs> to the Mayo Clinic <laughs> and read the varying levels of you know frost nip to frost bit mm-hmm. frost bite mm-hmm. and take a look at what type of gear you're going to need that will um, protect you, whether you're working like we do or out in the elements like we are Absolutely. for sport and mm-hmm. enjoyment. And make sure it's enjoyable and make sure you get home safe. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you are That's the most important. Yeah, that's the most important thing is that it's an enjoyable time for everyone and mm-hmm. that you all come home safe. I know not yeah. everybody works like we do out in the elements. Right. But um, we have found it absolutely necessary to... Um, to do this uh, for ourselves this year, and we're going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to give some t- statistics here about um, what is this about global warming. But I wanted to talk about those frost knit mittens. That's a free pattern. That's yes. a, it has always been free, and it has always been on our website, but it's mm-hmm. now on Ravelry. Yes. And people are giving us some really... Really, really great feedback. Yeah, so sweet. All yeah. the comments and all the thank yous. And all the we thank really yous. appreciated that. My <laughs> word, people have been kind. Yeah, so absolutely. thank you for that. Yeah, so um, we have done how many frost knit mittens? We have done, well, we did three initially. Right, and what that means is we put extra mm-hmm. in the tips, in the fingertips, in the thumb, and at the cuff mm-hmm. at, your, at your wrist. Yes. And there's somebody on Instagram calling that your your pulse area. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you can feel um, feel your the pulse of your heart in your wrist. Right. And mm-hmm. so that was important to them. I don't know the scientific information on that. I'm right. still needing to look that one mm-hmm. up. But I thought that was so cool that yeah. they were considering that area as a need for extra warmth as we did. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. And besides that, um, it... You know, that is an entry point for cold. Mm-hmm. And so having a good cuff on your mitten. But Absolutely. people were really thanking us and telling us we love that extra color <laughs> yes. on the on the tips of your fingers. Well, mm-hmm. that had not only a purpose <laughs> to be really cute, really cool, um, really flamboyant with the color. Yes. But it had a real purpose. To be extra warm. Yes. In the area <laughs> that you need it the most. And so that was really mm-hmm. um that was really a fun thing. That's on for free. We made three pairs in some yes. really hot colors. Absolutely. Yes. And then we did a pair um, in blues. We did a pair in blues after yeah. you finished the sweater. The sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always call it the sweater. It was, that was just an amazing thing to make. But anyway, back to the mittens. Mm-hmm. 
um, those patterns are free so far, but yes. I am working on a new design that has turned out to be... Oh, uh, it is going to oh be really Lord. fun. So <laughs> Yeah, we're having a blast with that. Um, I don't know if that'll be out before the end of the year, but we're sure going to try. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and then... Okay, the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> the Salish Sea sweater, Beautiful. as we call it. Oh, yes. Oh, I love that sweater, and I've already gotten to wear it a couple of times. Yes. Um, once when we were out putting... Um, putting up Christmas lights. Yes, with your dad. Oh, it was cold and the wind was really biting that night. And it was so, very cold. Um, it, I really appreciated having that sweater. And it's beautiful on you. <laughs> oh, I loved making that. It was the biggest challenge uh, in the sleeves. The rest mm-hmm. of it, it's a Henley. Yes. Which means it has a button placket mm-hmm. and um, your buttons took a tour all over Seattle and <laughs> suburbia before, <laughs> they <did. laughs> before they decided to get on the they ferry and come to us. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what happened that week, but it was tour. They were touring. I know it's not like we had inclement weather or something. I it was um, it was so unusual, unusual. <laughs> and here, uh, here in the United States, you don't necessarily get to contact your local um, right. mail department, your local mm-hmm. post office. They generally send you to a one eight hundred number. Mm-hmm. So we knew not to call. It was not going. <laughs> we were, we knew to you know just hold tight and see if they got here. Right. And so you picked some beautiful, beautiful oh, they were lovely. Um, buttons. They're mm-hmm. made out of shells, mm-hmm. right? Yes, they're abalone shells. And mm-hmm. um, the color just matched so perfectly yes, with that did. deep blue color. And yeah. um, it really just capped off a beautiful, beautiful no. sweater. You did so well. Well, you designed it. And what a process. What a, that's yes. just so amazing to watch you go through that whole process of uh, designing and knitting that sweater. Well, it was a lot of measurements mm-hmm. and a lot of tailored to you. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be out in a pattern. No, because it was very custom. This was a custom sweater. Yeah. Is There's only going to be one because yes. there's only one you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I would make the sweater again um, mm-hmm. without any changes, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was it was really beautiful. Um, one thing I loved, I, the whole thing was my favorite from color to style. I love Henley's. Mm-hmm. And too. you and your dad wear a lot of Henley type shirts and stuff like that. But um, the stripes again. Right. That... And the colors were so vibrant. But I have to say, one of my favorite things was the mm-hmm. rolled edge of everything. Oh, yes. I love the rolled edge. Yeah. Um, you know, it's different than your typical typical sweater, but I love the rolled edge hats. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I really want a rolled edge on the sweater. Yeah. Well, it, it has a rolled collar, mm-hmm. it rolled uh, cuffs on the sleeves, mm-hmm. and a rolled hem. And... One thing that um, came up in that process um, was how to get rolled edges to lay down. And so I showed some before and after pictures before blocking. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is once you block, the fibers and your rolled edge are going to lay down where you put them where you want them to be. Yes, absolutely. During that, during the blocking process and during um, the fibers being Mm -hmm. wet, it will hold um, whatever shape you put it in. (laughs) Right. And so if you're rolling it tight, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's going to roll up. Yeah. But what happened is this lady had some questions. And so I showed her the before and after pictures Mm -hmm. before the 
the yarn naturally rolled yes. into the next color, into the next stripe. Mm -hmm. Once you had washed and blocked it before wearing, the rolled edge stayed in its own color yes. on the cuffs of the mm -hmm. sleeves, on the hem, and on the neck. So the, you have a navy blue neck, really deep navy blue, mm -hmm. that just rolls onto itself, which is exactly what you wanted. Yes. And the sleeves stayed in its own color at the, at mm -hmm. the um, edge. Yes, absolutely. And then also, mm -hmm. uh, this is a longer sweater down over the hips. Mm -hmm. And so it, the color after blocking only rolled into, I think all Correct. of it is navy blue. All at the, the edges edge. are navy blue. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do, there is no Fibonacci in this sweater. It is all an exact amount of stitches mm -hmm. in each stripe, all the same. The other favorite thing for me, and this is your sweater, so you should really <laughs> talk about this, but the, you know, the technical well, things for it. me, I know, I know, but um, <laughs> you and dad were the hugest help on the sleeves. And so we'll get to that in a second. But the, um, so the rolled edges for me, and after blocking, mm -hmm. I loved that look. Oh, me too. Yeah, I really love that, I, and it just it just laid down so nicely. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I just slightly rolled right. the edge because I didn't want it to be this tight roll. Right. You know, I want it to be just just enough. Well, it's just you know for us what mm -hmm. we wanted is yeah. just perfect. I Your design it. was really wonderful, and so that was that was the first thing. But the next thing for me was. I thought, oh my gosh, all these stripes. Mm -hmm. When I get the sleeves done, how is this going to look? Are these, um, <laughs> every stripe was a different color. I think we had seven colors mm -hmm. and we repeated that throughout the sweater. Yes. We did the exact same thing in the sleeves. And um, I'll address a couple things in the sleeves, mm -hmm. but the one thing I wondered about, and I, I didn't really think it was going to be a problem, but I thought, are all of the stripes in the sleeves going to match the body of the sweater? Right. I don't, I didn't know. Right. Um, I didn't plan that out. <laughs> and by the time, well, the first thing that happened with the sleeves is I was super frustrated knitting in the round. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. And I just couldn't get the look I wanted. Right. And I'm not sure why, but it was horrible. Mm -hmm. And so I ripped it all out like two or three times. Yeah. I two had or three times I tried it. that. Yeah. And I thought, ridiculous. These sleeves are going to have a seam because I am just <laughs> not getting anywhere <laughs> with knitting in the round on these sleeves. And I really cannot answer that right yet. I don't know why. You might know better than me. Well, I think it's because when you, um, and you can tell me if, if, uh, if I'm wrong about this, but I think that what it is is when you knit in the round, um, the end of the row, mm -hmm. when you get, so you start your row and you knit all the way around and you get to the end of the row, you start your next color mm -hmm. and basically you're starting it right at the it comes up one because you're knitting one row. It mm -hmm. comes up one row, and so it looks like to the eye that it's jumping up. It's off, and it's, yeah, <laughs> it's just off. And so I know you, of course, didn't want that look no. for the sweater. I wanted the stripes to match perfectly mm -hmm. all the way around, and but it did match perfectly all the way around in the body, right. in the sleeves. I don't know if it's because it's a smaller area, but that jump that in the color, it just looked, I couldn't deal with it. It just looked bad. And also too, you were dealing with 
uh, increases True. in the sleeve. Yeah. And so that probably also played a part into... Right. Um, there were no increases in the um, in the body because right. it was a rolled edge mm -hmm. and we just went straight up, which was mm -hmm. perfect. But if you had had a... Uh, ribbed edge correct you a lot of times will have increases for the mm -hmm. rest of the body but you didn't need it in this one so that i agree with what mm -hmm. you're saying there were a lot of technicalities there that were just uh well it just looked bad and i just said you know this is going to have a mm -hmm. a seam i'm going to knit this flat yep and that's um, what you did yeah and you guys you and dad really helped me with the math. We worked <laughs> this through multiple times, measure, 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 yes. and um, multiple spaces. Your arm, we measured like, mm -hmm. we knew your arm, <laughs> like we knew yeah. our own. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we did a lot of measuring in all the, you know, from the wrist, yeah. and then your arm really takes a, um, there's a, you're very muscular, and mm -hmm. so you had a lot of muscle yes. here before the elbow, mm -hmm. and then the elbow. Um, the bicep and the shoulder mm -hmm. and one thing about where it attaches in the shoulder mm -hmm. for you it was a big thing that this every, every shirt you've ever had mm -hmm. every sweatshirt whatever it's got to be comfortable in the shoulders it does i mm -hmm. i tend to have a little bit broader shoulders than um probably most women do yeah. but um i tend to need a lot of extra room and comfort in the shoulders yeah if it's not comfortable and you can't move and also in your elbow you and know? in my elbow. Mm -hmm. So as we measured, we made sure that you were move. It was like movement mm -hmm. measurements as well. Yeah. So that Absolutely. you really had comfort in the elbow and in the shoulders. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you guys saw me go through it on Instagram, <laughs> just going through the process of getting that right. Mm -hmm. Because it was very custom only to you. It was. And uh, when you are trying to measure movement, mm -hmm. that was phenomenal. Yeah. To watch you and dad get that right. It's just, um, you know, you learn, of course, we went off uh, your gauge as well. Right. But mm -hmm. um, figuring out length and width and all of that and mixed with the gauge, you know, you just um, eventually come up with pretty much a perfect number. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so you wrote out those patterns more than once. Mm -hmm. You traced them out on parchment paper. Yes. And that's what we had. Um, and then when it came time for the number to attach the top of the sleeve <laughs> to the shoulder. I'm out bald. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am telling you, as I put that sleeve in, it was to the nth degree. It was perfect. It was mm -hmm. perfect. It was perfect. I just sat there praying going, oh, thank you, Lord. I mm -hmm. can't believe how this sweater has come about and mm -hmm. how it just went in and it, it, it met really. up. Yeah. It was perfect. It it met <laughs> up perfectly. And I just went, how in the world did this happen? <laughs> I was pretty much in awe. Yeah. Um, n not of my own work. Mm -hmm. It was you and dad who had really done the calculations. I had helped with that and um, worked a lot with that as well. But when that all came together, I could only thank God for how that <laughs> came together. I'm like, I don't want uh, her to... You were so worried. <laughs> I was. I'm so bad about that. Well, it's just like, you know, why would anyone wear an ugly sweater? <laughs> I didn't want this to be, a, a you know, an ugly sweater at Christmas or something. No. And by the way, I don't even think those are ugly unless they have monsters on them, you know? Well, yeah. Oh, well, I love Christmas sweaters. Me too. Yeah. I think it's just fun. It is just fun. Everybody has a good time mm -hmm. with that. 
but I really wanted this to be I don't really think I'm a perfectionist. I think your dad is. Oh, definitely. Meticulous yeah. perfection. And I have uh, always appreciated that mm -hmm. because I know it's going to be right. Yeah. He can look at anything after all these years uh, in <laughs> the industry that he worked in. And if we need a measurement, he doesn't even have to pull out a tape measure anymore. Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, 18 inches. He's oh, always perfect, too. <laughs> that's 10 feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, okay. Yeah, it could be even a really complicated <laughs> off measurement, and he'll just call it. And so yeah, it's really good. It's really great to have oh. someone in your life that is, like, uh, you know, so meticulous, such a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And it might take a little longer, you know, because mm -hmm. he measures everything eight ways from Sunday, right? <laughs> right. But And he takes his time <laughs> and he talks and he thinks it through. Uh -huh. And I have learned from him that it is that finessing mm -hmm. that makes it right. I'll never forget he was measuring out this one board for a project we were working on. And uh, I think it was a two by four. And so he... he um, <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, that's 19 feet and so many such and such fraction, you know. Yeah, a fraction and of inches <laughs> or fraction of feet. He didn't even measure it, and um, he doubted himself. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> wait, I he guess I should probably measure this. He you shouldn't know? have doubted himself. <laughs> and we yeah. laughed so hard <laughs> because he gets the tape out, and it was exactly the measurement he said. He said. <laughs> I mean, he can see it after all these years yeah. to the nth degree, mm -hmm. really. Uh, yeah, so I knew that I had a good team on this slave <laughs> issue, right? Right. <laughs> and it did come out. I'm really, mm -hmm. really grateful to both of you. Oh, well. I put you through a lot to get that s sleeve done. No, it was great. It was a lot of fun getting to work together on that. It so. was. It, it was a family event, that's yeah, for sure. It was. Yeah, I mean, that is how your dad is, and he... He doesn't need to measure, but he always checks himself. He does. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so that was that was a part of it. The sleeve and mm -hmm. the that was one of my favorite parts. How mm -hmm. that all went together. But then, and I don't really know. Could this happen in real life, or did <laughs> could only God do this? Your stripes. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's my favorite part. Is, is it? the stripes matched up? perfectly color yeah. for color and i wear it and i look in the mirror and i go how did that i don't know how <laughs> that's one thing we didn't really plan out no you know because if you had a shorter or longer i mean could we have planned that out we uh, just couldn't i don't have. know no i don't think we yeah. could have it was just like that was a bonus <laughs> uh not even icing on the cake that was mm -hmm. sprinkles on the icing it was, right. <laughs> it was so good and so yeah. that this you guys got to understand this is how enjoyable this was mm -hmm. for us we did not know um yes. how this was going to turn out and to watch this come together this way we were in awe mm -hmm. of how this happened we weren't in awe of ourselves by any stretch we were doubting <laughs> ourselves especially me yes but um those stripes matched up perfectly when they did the it sleeves to the rest of the sweater are exact mm -hmm. so that was that was one of my favorite things absolutely then the other thing was the button placket for the mm -hmm. henley that I knew that that was going to be uh, really easy to do. I'd done it before. Yes. I read a lot um, and went and looked at a lot of button pockets mm -hmm. and looked at the various ways to get them done mm -hmm. and uh, decided on my 
best thoughts of how to get that done. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't have been happier with how everything lined up, the buttonholes. It was perfect. Yeah. I mean, as perfect as could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and I just think that if you will take the time and really measure a lot, and, mm-hmm. and if you second get your, guess yourself, just get your tape out and measure mm-hmm. again. Don't worry that you have to measure 20 times. Yeah. You know? Take a look at your gauge. Look at, um, you know, take measurements. Say you're knitting a mm-hmm. sweater for yourself. Measure your arm or have somebody help you do that. Yeah. And, you know, just really take your time to plan it out and think it through. And measure everything. Mm-hmm. And then as you go to work, if it's not coming out, don't be afraid to tear it out. Like I said, the first sleeve, I tore it out three times. Mm-hmm. And And don't be worried about doing that. And if you run into any trouble, um, if it's our pattern, you have free pattern support. (laughs) If it's not our pattern, I can't promise that because, you know, I don't read patterns. Right. Um, But, uh, you know, there are people at yarn shops, um, Mm -hmm. your local yarn shop, and people can help you out and get you out of trouble. Absolutely. And help you you know, onto the right path there. But it's not, for us, this is not bragging because like I said, there was so much self-doubt even Mm -hmm. though I've knit for over 40 years and I've made sweaters. Mm -hmm. And this time, um, I didn't have any hand holding. There was nobody to hold my hand and watch over me except for, I think, the Lord himself. (laughs) (laughs) Because that could not have come (laughs) out any better. And you and dad, like we said, did a lot of the measuring. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. this was really a family event. It was, And um, the sweater, I don't think it could have turned out any better for. I don't either. I really don't. Yeah, because all I know is that you were very pleased and you're proud to wear it. I am. And so. I just knew that it had to be right. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't ask you to wear something that I had messed up. (laughs) Of course not. Yeah, so Uh. that was a lot of fun. Um, It was. But it is a beautiful sweater. It's all 100% wool. Mm -hmm. It is all worsted. Yes. And um, take your time with the parts. And if you don't know how to do something, watch... 10 or 20 YouTube videos if you need to. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has, um, there's a lot of great videos out there and everybody is going to have a different way of getting something done. And so, you know, watch lots of videos and take notes and figure out the way you'd like to do it best. Right. Yeah. Um, we have some real funnies to tell through that, but I will save some of those for another day. Um, (laughs) uh, but you know, people were, um, watching that and questioning mm-hmm. on some things let's just put it that way if I knew what I was doing <laughs> I'm like no I I have got this and yes. I am going to nail it and mm-hmm. I made sure the one thing that you can count on is we're determined definitely and we aren't afraid to say um, that we had to tear something out or I just think it's a part of it and as soon I as too. Yeah. I started sharing that there were some pretty phenomenal worldwide world-renowned knitters that started talking about Mm-hmm. This is how many times I have frogged this garment. Yeah. So all and, and I think you're right. I think that's a part of the design process. It is. Yeah. It totally is. You don't know all the time mm-hmm. how something's going to turn out. Absolutely. And so you could be, uh, I mean, top designers mm-hmm. tear their stuff out. And I thought, wow, that's really brave of them to actually admit that mm-hmm. this is what goes on behind the scenes. And so all of those who don't really design or you're beginners or you're confused by a pattern 
don't let it get to you. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of it. And I remember being told that by your grandmother, who is a premier knitter of the century. (laughs) (laughs) She just will never, you know, she just doesn't talk about herself Mm -hmm. or anything. But um, it's who I learned to knit from. And I'm forever grateful for her skill. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Norwegian knitters and Scandinavian knitters. Mm Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Really incredible people behind the knitting, mm-hmm. and their skill is off the charts. So um, that's one thing I was told, you know, don't worry about that. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. And um, so anyway, that was our knitting year, except for one thing we didn't touch on. Okay. Two, actually. Um, your fish net fair isle oh. fish net. <laughs> Fish fisherman's, fisherman's. Sorry, fisherman's. Fisherman's net. Yes. Act beautiful my favorite hat i get to wear this um of course you and i share but well i made it for you you did and and really thankful for it i loved doing that pattern that was really really fun for me and i um i like i said earlier i'm looking forward to doing more fair isle uh knits this Mm -hmm. year um but i really wanted you to have something unique and it is yeah yes so um i just released that pattern and it's out on ravelry um the fisherman's net hat net right like a fish net Mm -hmm. um someone pulling in a fish with the net yes and um so you can find that on ravelry and um we've gotten some compliments on that as well yes everybody loves the pattern and uh uh, if you go download that pattern, I just as a note, the hat is made with a worsted weight and a fingering weight yarn um, held together. And that's the gray part of the hat. The background, and that is throughout the whole hat. Yes. And the blue is only worsted weight. Right. So, you know, one thing you can do as you become more experienced mm-hmm. and you feel more confident, you can play with different weights of yarn and textures, yes. your needle sizes. Mm-hmm. And we have done a lot of that over the years. And just don't be afraid to do it. Jump right. in and see what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we will uh, say on all of our patterns is unless you are doing this to obtain gauge, If you change your needles or your yarn to a different weight, um, for example, if you're trying to use lace weight when you should be using fingering, or you're using sport when you should be using worsted, or you try a bulky, Mm -hmm. um, and your pattern isn't calling for that, you can guarantee that nobody's pattern is going to turn out if you start using different weights. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I'm talking about here That's is... That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, that would happen with anyone's pattern. Exactly. So we always let people know immediately, if you decide to change any of your yarn weights or your needles, unless you're doing it to obtain the correct gauge, this pattern that we have written for you is not going to turn out the way right. we have explained. Mm-hmm. It will turn out differently. It'll be too big or too small. And we don't want you disappointed. So we say that right up front. So what I'm actually talking about is in the design process. Mm -hmm. If you designers out there are wanting to do something with different textures, Mm -hmm. go for it. And write write that into the pattern, which is what you have done here Mm -hmm. with this particular Mm -hmm. fisherman's net hat. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful hat. (laughs) It's soft and it's Mm -hmm. warm. 
And um, and I love that Fair Isle adds some extra warmth. It does because of all the strands on yes. the back. Yes. And, and that turned out beautifully. It did. This hat couldn't be easier. <laughs> no, she, it is very easy. Yes. And um, I would say it's very easy even for a beginner who is wanting to knit Fair Isle or or attempt to knit Fair Isle. Yes. Um, the other thing is the pattern is easy to read. And as always free pattern support if it's yes. our pattern. Mm -hmm. And so you have done a great job <laughs> writing this pattern. I can understand it. That's awesome. Yes. Really. And it's so good to hear. Yeah, I can read that. And um, if there was anything, obviously, you would walk me through it. Of course, yeah. But there isn't anything. I didn't have one glitch and I understood the whole thing. That is, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy and that is what I'm striving to do is to write these patterns so that they are easy and understandable for everyone to learn and to uh, be able to make the pattern successfully. Sure. You know, especially for those of you wanting to jump into Fair Isle, mm -hmm. this would be a perfect opportunity. And the reason to hold the worsted wool and the fingering together is it the fingering generally that we use has a little nylon in it mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if this one did but I think it yes, did. yes it did and it adds some extra shimmer to mm -hmm. the hat and being on the water or catching a fish there's some shimmer on the water on the fish scales yes. themselves and so it just reminds us of that when we see that little shimmer in the absolutely um, in the yarn the other thing is it adds all that elasticity and mm -hmm. strength and it makes sure that your hat um it holds its shape longer it does it does and it just is a really beautiful hat mm -hmm. super easy pattern it is something i would recommend to anyone <laughs> if they want to get started with fair isle mm -hmm. i love it absolutely yeah so um that is just now on ravelry yes, yes. it is just now on ravelry and um i just released it on the 26th of December. Yes. So, um, beautiful job. Kitty. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I love what you're doing and, um, I, I love the simplicity and how you are making all of these patterns and all of these knits really accessible, even to beginners. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really what I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, you're achieving. So <laughs> this is great. great. No, yeah. it's really wonderful. So, um, the last thing I think we wanted to address mm -hmm. was our listeners question on why are you guys saying it is colder in your area? <laughs> Why are you saying it's getting colder? This is the United mm -hmm. States, you know. So right. we are in the north. Uh -huh. uh, we are not quite as um, far north as you can get in Washington. Correct. But almost. Yeah. Right? Almost. And um, so we are in northern, northwestern Washington, mm -hmm. uh, close to the Pacific Ocean. And... Um, we have always had all the seasons. We've always had snow. Yes. We've always had cold, freezing rain, hail, mm -hmm. all of the above. But the temperatures are getting colder. And if you listen to the science mm -hmm. about global warming, and I can hear all the doubters and all <laughs> the boos out there. Okay. But just hear me out for a minute because if you will take a look mm -hmm. at... Um, the science of this whole thing that I'm going to tell you about, uh -huh. since I'm not a scientist, but I find it fascinating. Yes. And so you can go to, I believe it's NOAA, N-O-A-A.gov, uh -huh. right here in the United States, but you guys can yes. do that around the world. That's on the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. NOAA is our um, scientific National Oceanic Atmospheric 
Association? Associ- uh-huh. Association. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> I got it. All right. What we're going to talk about here is the polar vortex mm-hmm. and global warming. Mm-hmm. So... I love to watch documentaries on this type of thing, and I love to watch in Antarctica where they go down, our universities and our scientists will go down and take ice core, um, mm-hmm. out, cores yeah. of ice out of the Ar- Antarctica and possibly in the Arctic too, mm-hmm. but um, they store this all in one of the universities in Colorado. Yes. And it's just the most phenomenal science where the varying layers of the ice can tell them temperature mm-hmm. at any given time in the world's history. Absolutely. And so, um, anyway, this polar vortex is at the top of the world. Mm-hmm. And it is the, uh, it's the atmosphere above the Arctic. Right. Okay. So there are some graphics that you can see if you go to NOAA on their Mm -hmm. website and search polar vortex they will show you what a polar vortex that is stable looks like that is the atmosphere and the jet stream that stays above the united states Mm -hmm. and um, when the temperatures are warmer yes this is my paraphrase so (laughs) go look it up and educate yourselves Uh um but there is also what happens when things are warmer. There is a wavy polar vortex, which means all of that jet stream and cold air comes down. It will come down as low as Texas, Florida. Yes. And so we are getting, when this happens, more frigid air mm-hmm. comes down deep into the United States. And all of a sudden, we started seeing Texas having snow. We're all like, what? That just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're seeing all of these weird weather patterns. And so what happens is the air that stays close to the poles, um, it starts breaking apart, sending what they call chunks of Arctic air southward into the U.S. during winter. Mm -hmm. And they actually said that global warming will cause our area of the United States to become colder in winter. Yes. We are literally experiencing that. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to say something, too. I am not going to quote chapter and verse, but it even talks about this in the Bible. Yes, it does. So I don't know why people don't believe in it. (laughs) (laughs) And so I don't want to fight with anybody. I am not that kind of a person. But I do believe in the science of this. Mm -hmm. I do believe what the Bible says about it. Yes. And I believe that global warming is real. Now, there's going to be a lot of people. We have a ton of friends who tell us it's not real. Yes, we do. Yes. And you guys can believe what you want. Of course. Um, but I want to answer this question. Mm-hmm. That's why it's getting colder here and and even shockingly cold temperatures, according to this article. Mm-hmm. So I would really encourage you guys to go and um, look at climate change in a new light and, you know, just m- maybe with a little more of an open mind to find yeah. out um, we are from... Uh, Scandinavian heritage, um, Mm -hmm. your dad being 100% almost, and me being a little bit. Yes. Um, There's a reason why people in our Scandinavian heritage and countries have talked about 
global warming more, they're going to see, and the, the question, the person who sent in the question, uh-huh. she lives in a country where they aren't seeing the snowpack, they're seeing their glaciers melt. And in Europe, they are seeing even more than we do. Uh-huh. Um, because they li- it's going to be more dramatic, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. The global warming effect has been more dramatic for them. I have read a lot of the articles, and I'm not an educated scientist, but the things that they see happening are extreme. Right. They are fearful, and, you know, there's a reason why there has been such an outcry about the earth warming. And then you also see the islands of the world where mm-hmm. our oceans are rising and whole land masses being taken over by oceans. And there right. have been um, countries with leaders who have had to find land to move their whole country to. Yeah, that's true. It is fact. Mm-hmm. Um, now, however, some of the doubters want to explain it away. Um, I'm not fighting with anyone. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. as knitters and living in the North, yes, we never used to see, unless there was um, something, some cold air blast coming down from Canada, mm-hmm. we never used to really see these kinds of dipping temperatures. Right. And this is an El Nino year. We aren't, we're seeing a very wet, uh, wet weather patterns, but it could, and we feel it will get colder. I mean, it's just going to happen Mm -hmm. like it always does in January, February, and March. But um, this is why we have talked so much about the weather. Mm -hmm. And this is why we've talked so much about protecting yourself because Mm -hmm. we did have a bad experience that could have really gone south on us. And thank God it didn't. Right. But this is the science behind it. I would encourage all of you to look it up because, um, and we welcome the questions and Mm -hmm. um, we are not the kind of people who just come on here to blabber our face off about something. Right, I agree. You know, we don't just talk for the sake of talking. It's mm-hmm. meaningful to us, and we hope you all are enjoying Absolutely. The, <laughs> the time that you spend <laughs> with us. It's it's so meaningful to us to have you here. But that is why mm-hmm. it is getting colder in our area. Yes. And I never, ever thought I would see Texans wearing a beanie. Right. Or putting on a puffer vest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I it's all just been really shocking to see. Um, we had a friend years back saying her little girls hope to see snow in Alabama. And we went, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, it, 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 <laughs> it these kinds of weather patterns, the um, it has become colder in some areas of the United States, I suppose, in the south. Mm-hmm. Um it has become warmer. And we one thing we noticed in talking with a friend who lives in Oregon, and we have a lot of family in Oregon. Shout out to family in Oregon. Yes. And, <laughs> but we have um, um, a lot of family there um, on both sides mm-hmm. of my family. Yes. Um, my relatives. And um, anyway, we were talking to this friend. I, I got sidetracked there. <laughs> we were talking to her and noticing that... Um, they had way hotter temperatures by 10 to 15 degrees all summer. Right. She was able to grow more beautiful flowers Mm -hmm. and more um, quantity than we were here. Absolutely. And um, just the degrees of um, by a few hours south. Mm -hmm. It was really 
amazing. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's our answer. But if you really have serious (laughs) doubts or questions, do the research and find out what scientists are saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my grandpa, your grandpa, (laughs) um, hogwash was a word from old times, (laughs) you know. It's not all hogwash. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's all real. It is. It is. So... Anyway, you guys, thank you for joining us all yes. year long. Thank oh. you so much for being <laughs> here with us. And, yes. you know, we do hope that you enjoy the time that you spend listening to us talk. <laughs> yes. And even if you think we're full of baloney, that's okay. We're going to we're gonna love you anyway and be your friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. I We really do hope we've provided some interesting content, to say the least. Absolutely. And we really appreciate you all being here with us. And this will be our last episode of season one yes so season two will be next year 2024 that's amazing to think about honey it has been the honor (laughs) of a lifetime to spend this time with you for me too i I appreciate doing this with you i really do i appreciate that you have brought this to the world with (laughs) such heart and with such a heart to bring the world together and love people i think it's important i think it's important that we all um respect each other and we all respect the work that we do yeah and um we show that to the world that you know all of the beautiful things that everyone is making and i think that um well there are more out there that we'd like to see and um i absolutely love that you have um highlighted and done so so much work to bring this to pass. And I just want to tell you, thank you again for letting your mama be a part. I love you too. Well, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Really, I wouldn't. You know, and I wouldn't either. So this has been, we hope actually that it's been more than interesting. We hope and pray that you all have felt all the love and felt valued and important and that you know that we are as sincere as we can possibly be. That it yes. means the world to mm-hmm. us that you're here with us. And we love having you here as friends. Thank yes, you. Yes, absolutely. We yeah. appreciate it so much. So um, we will see you in the new year, 2024. Yes. Hope everyone has a peaceful and happy new year. Yes. And um, join us again next time for our next episode. Absolutely. Happy new year.